Hello, this is JT Valor, and you're listening to the Absolute Bedlam Podcast. Haircuts. We all need them. Sometimes they can be a bit of a chore. Sometimes it feels like you're on a bit of a conveyor belt, and the person at the end of the haircut puts that mirror up, and you kind of look at them like, oh, God. But we go along with it because we're British, right? We all know what that's like. So, Dom... At Babylon Barbers, you'll feel right at home with a relaxed vibe and a professional experience all round. With both veteran and SENS discount, Dom has time for absolutely everyone, as everyone deserves that fresh haircut feeling. Supporting the local community is a huge part of the job, so go see Dom and get more than just a haircut. I use Dom myself, I couldn't be happy with the results, he'll trim your beard, he'll trim your eyebrows, all that stuff. Right, back to the show. Good evening and welcome to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. Um, hope everyone's good, first and foremost. Uh, just getting us out of the way so we can actually focus on the guest, which is Mr. JT Valor himself. I've just changed sponsor from Archie Soul Male Grooming to Wild Hair UK Male Grooming. And they have sent me some beard oil which is raspberry flavour, which would be quite interesting. And some beard balm, which is, Jesus, bergamot and sweet orange. So I'm going to try that out and uh, review that as we go. Um, Check them out at www.wildhairuk.co.uk and use code BEDLAMUK to get a percentage off at checkout. Right. Thank you for that, JT. No worries. How are you? You all right? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks. I've been looking forward to this. Um, I've got a lot going on in podcast world at the moment, but yeah. um, it's good to sort of speak to people, especially about, you know, the game that we all play. Um, I'm aware that that just looks like a solar flare. It's just a white screen. Just, like, but yeah, don't worry, there's a game yeah. here, I promise. Yeah, that's it. So we're going to be talking about Pokemon Go again. It's going to be pretty centric about pokemon go so if you aren't interested in pokemon go check out the other 115 episodes that i've done with people that aren't pokemon go youtubers (laughs) so yeah nice one right let's start at the beginning so i want to get into the beginning of your youtube channel but first i want to know about your beginning as a human being how was school for mr jt School is okay. Um, so I'm a military brat, I guess. So I've been traveling a lot. So for me, it was like every four to eight years, I would be at a different school. So that was good and bad. You make mm. some good friends and then all of a sudden you're in another country. But uh, other than that, school was okay. You know, I enjoyed it to a point as much as anybody with probably undiagnosed ADHD would probably enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that seems to be a real uh, free thread of every guest that I get that they've right. all got undiagnosed ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've probably got it as well, to be honest. I can't focus on many things at the same time. It's it's a wonderful little thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. Oh, like a shiny thing, yeah. <laughs> um, naughtiest thing that you did at school that you are willing to disclose on this Zoom meeting? Man, wish I had known these ahead of time. I probably could have <laughs> thought of something here. And that's like been forever ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, can't really think of anything, to be honest with you. That's Sorry. Right. That's okay. That's I right. was kind of boring. I was like the funny, like overweight kid. So yeah, yeah. 
yeah I don't know what I'd say if that happened to me like I don't know what my naughtiest thing at school was it was probably like I think the dog sure, if you ask my if you yeah. sure if you ask my teachers they probably would have all sorts of things they would like to say but yeah, you know yeah. luckily they're not here it was always other people that would like instigate teachers having breakdowns and stuff like that. Right. I think something that I've mentioned in the past on here was in religious education, which is a mandatory course in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, we were clicking our pens quite aggressively. We had a substitute teacher and she was turning her back on us to write on the whiteboard. And every time she turned her back, we were clicking the pens <laughs> and she was like, stop doing that. And obviously to a student, that's a challenge, isn't it? Right, exactly. So the second she turned her back, like 25 of us, click, 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 and she had a full-on breakdown in the classroom and jumped up on a table and just walked out. And I was like, what? yeah, fair enough. Heard. But yeah, apparently substitute teachers, I don't know if it's a thing for the UK or the US, but they can set detentions and they don't even have to be in the detention. So they actually have more power than the normal teacher because they'll just go to another school. I think I got detention before from a substitute mm. teacher, but it was never like that teacher. It yeah. was always like, you just had to go here. And I think like the, the gym teacher was just sitting there, you know, like I didn't going. do it too yeah. much, but occasionally I'd just be like, oh, it's you again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. So YouTube, Twitch, all of that stuff that you do on a daily basis. How did it get started? All right. Well, started off uh, back in, I believe, 2017, I want to say it was. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to do YouTube forever. You know, like I've been growing up watching Rooster Teeth, all sorts mm-hmm. of YouTubers, John Tron, Ego Raptor, a lot of just people, you know. So yeah. it's always been something that I've wanted to do, but I didn't know what I wanted to do because, you know, there's like machinimas out there where you would make a video game into a thing. There was all sorts of stuff out there. And then Pokemon Go came out and... uh Started playing it for a while, and then after nine months of playing it, I lost 100 pounds and was like, well, maybe this is something I should really focus on. Like, clearly I'm engaged enough with this and know a bit about it. So then I decided to make the channel and made a very awkward video that mm. every time I look at, I cringe a little bit. Like, why is mm. he talking with a guy with a windblower in the background? But, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you learn, you start somewhere. Yeah. And then... Uh, <clears throat> back during when COVID started coming around, mm. that's when Twitch happens because... We weren't sure about how bad this was, you know, like this is the beginning where everybody was treating it like it was the end times. Yeah. So we have to be inside at all times and YouTube for streaming isn't the best or it wasn't. Mm. Apparently it's gotten better now, thankfully. But uh, back then it was uh, the algorithm worked like this. May I make a 10 minute uh, video. You watch seven minutes of it. So the algorithm says, oh, you watch 70 percent of that. That's good. We're going to throw this to more people. They applied the same thing to their streams. So I did a four hour stream. You watched 20, 30 minutes of it. That's bad. So right, that, right. that was something that we uh, were like, well, that's bad. So we moved on to Twitch, a lot of us just to do yeah. streaming. But uh, apparently they fixed that for YouTube now, which is nice. So Yeah. Yeah. It's weird to treat all of the videos on YouTube as the same. Right. Yeah. Because a live stream like Twitch is just streaming, isn't it? So exactly. It's like a completely apples and oranges scenario. But yeah, awesome. So I've got the first video that you did. Oh. I actually watched it earlier on my lunch break <laughs> at work. Um, Pokemon Go Halloween event. Yep. And I'm not taking the mic, right? I'm genuinely not taking the mic because this is exactly how I would approach a Pokemon Go YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, hope everyone's good. I'm going to try and catch something. 
and mm -hmm. then it's like seven minutes of a screen recording <laughs> and yeah. at the end i think there's a i don't know actually there might have been a shiny but nope. there was a shiny shuppet video kind of straight after yeah i got very thing. lucky with that one and i was just yeah. like well i guess that's good for a video right so. yeah yeah and it's and the same I'm... sort of rinse and repeat for the first couple of months in your channel but right that's exactly how i would approach it like i would make myself known i'd say what i'm going to try and do i'd right. screen record it play all of the footage and then at the end i'd say thanks for watching please press the button down below and off you go and i think I'm right in saying that that's changed quite a lot lately. I've watched quite a lot of your videos from the present day. Mm -hmm. uh, GG on the uh, shiny Zubat, by the way. Just watch Thank that. You. Appreciate it. Thank you. No worries. I still don't have one. <laughs> um, not jealous or anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, your confidence has massively come a long way. And oh, obviously, yeah. if it's helped you lose weight and all that sort of stuff, then it's a bit of a lifestyle change, I imagine, for you. Yeah, well, I mean, like you tell my high school self, you're going to be walking like eight hours a day plus, you would probably laugh at you. So, yeah, no, um, honestly, this game has definitely changed my life for many reasons, though I've gained a little bit of weight recently. I'm slowly losing it again. But yeah, I mean, like it got me into being more physically active. And when you lose a lot of weight, I mean, for anybody watching this that has lost a lot of weight after being overweight, you know that there's still a little bit in you that kind of just treats yourself that way but you know my confidence has definitely gone up and also when it comes to camera work i used to like cringe every time i even looked at myself in a camera now i'm just like here we go again you know like you slowly whittle away your fears and stuff like that so mm. it's been nice is that from practice or is that from going to things like go fest where everyone is doing it and you're just kind of like one of us is that i, I would say that Definitely being around other people that did it made it easier just because it wasn't as like, what's this guy doing? It's like, oh, he's just doing it too. You know what I mean? Like, mm. so that was definitely a little better. Like, I'm definitely a lot better nowadays, like when I go to um, like raid hours, you know, mm. and I'll meet up with random people. Mm. It also helps that some of them know who I am. But, you know, like for the most part, I think it was just over time of thinking, oh, this camera isn't as scary. And like, oh, all the comments aren't saying I'm some hideous monster. So that's nice, yeah. you know, so it just slowly whittled away. Yeah, yeah. Do you edit your own videos? Yes, I do. Okay. I have so, yet to get an editor. So that's where I'm going wrong, because I can't edit my videos. And obviously, these are just interviews. They're long form videos. Right. Um, and if something gets said that's outrageous, then I'll go on Audacity and bleep that bit out. But that hasn't happened yet. Um, oh. And yeah. <laughs> I have a couple of editors on hand. I've got a main guy called John, who is uh, quite backed up at the moment personally. So hopefully we'll be able to get the YouTube train rolling again. But this comes out on Spotify like within an hour of it being recorded. Oh, right um, so that's good. Um, but yeah, I think the thing that prevents me from filming outside is just that fear of someone being in your video and them saying, oh, I don't want to be recorded. And so then it starts getting a bit sort of gray. If that makes I'm going to be honest with you. Like I hardly ever run into that, mm. but usually nowadays, if I intend on putting somebody in a video, mm. I'd say something like, you know, do yeah. you want to be in the video? You know, just to be like, so yeah. not instead of like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Immediately start doing it. Be like, Hey, are you okay with showing yeah. up? But if not, can I at least have your hand showing what you got, you know? Yeah, yeah. And usually people are more okay with that. Cause it's just yeah. their hand. Now, as for like some random thing, like you're walking down yeah. the street and talking, there i have i don't know i actually, actually don't think i've ever had anybody say to me like hey i don't want to be in your video to which i would probably turn around and go 
then don't walk into my shot. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I guess that's kind of comes down to the more yeah. confidence thing is like, unless I walk up to a random person on the street and being like, Hey, you look yeah. interesting. Like that would be an issue, but yeah, I just yeah. don't do that. Cause yeah, I'm sure. not that, I'm not that confident. Shoving a microphone in their face. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Um, has your YouTube channel, Twitch channel, just your entire sort of online sphere, has it always been Pokemon based? Yes. So far we've only stuck to that. I, I did have another YouTube channel that I started that I didn't really do anything with. Like I, I had to have it for when I was in college to upload some like 3D animations that I would make yeah. so that the teacher could see what we rendered and made. Yeah. Um. So there was that. And then there's also like a small video of when I lived in South Africa for like six months. But uh, other than that, pretty much just uh, <clears throat> just all been Pokemon. Like I'm at a point now where I could branch out a little bit, but the audience still isn't huge enough to where it might retain if I were to move on, which I don't want to, I'm pretty happy where I am right now. But cool. yeah, right now, pure Pokemon. Nice. So do you have it? So Monday, you do reaction videos to stuff like Scarlet and Violet. Tuesdays, Twitch. Wednesdays, YouTube. Thursdays, go out and film content. Or is it just what happens? Because Pokemon goes very, very time sensitive, isn't it? Right. Um, yeah. So it, I, I do have a little bit of a schedule in my brain of it has to be every other day. Like it can't be like, I can try to do every day and it is possible, but it's very difficult and trying to get enough content where it's not just like, here's your daily video of whatever happened, which sometimes is nice and sometimes could be incredibly boring. But other than that, um, I, I do have somewhat of a Twitch schedule that doesn't quite follow all the time because me, YouTube has to be my main focus. It's the main breadwinner out of yeah. all of them. But yeah. uh, when it comes down to Twitch, I try to do it at least two to three times a, a week usually more two than three but it just comes down to also what's happening ever since they nerfed the incenses sitting down for a mm. stream not exactly the most exciting thing you know yeah and then luckily i live on a stop so that's helpful but there's only so much you could do with that you know nice, unless nice. you're doing remote raids so yeah yeah you know. no, fair enough um i've got this um a couple of questions down but as you just mentioned incense obviously something in the game that has completely taken the game by storm from what i've seen is the daily adventure incense mm -hmm. and everyone is posting videos about these bloody galarian birds <laughs> now i have seen a zapdos and it immediately fled and i just saw your video with your friend i can't remember his name apologies he had a moltres ivan. ivan yes and the exact same thing happened to me and I actually genuinely didn't even want to bring that up because it's annoyed me so much. <laughs> but I had a very, very strong suspicion that that was going to be the case. But I'm just grateful that it showed up for me, I suppose. So, And honestly, I'm in the same boat. I wish that I could see one. You know, it's yeah. been today's the 11th day. I haven't popped my incense yet for the day. So fingers yes. crossed, I guess, on that one. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, I kind of I'm jealous of the people that even got to see one, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. it's cool, even though you guys are in the runner's club now, so that's neat. Yeah, yeah. I can't even join that club. <laughs> I'll put that up with the um, post on Instagram when we promote this episode, the um, the flea animation. Right. <laughs> I put it up on my story on Instagram, like, oh, my God, a Galarian Zapdos. Because there's always a thing now where I'm very conscious of, like, content creation. And mm -hmm. if something crazy happens in the game, I will try and screen record it. Mm -hmm. Or I will try and screenshot the picture. But I'm not a Pokemon Go YouTuber, obviously. I'm just a very 
big fan of the game and all the people that play it. Um, but stuff slips my mind quite a lot and I just forget. But yeah, there's a lot of um, moments nowadays, isn't there, to film and capture these events and new Pokemon that come out and that sort of thing. Yeah, I will say that uh, with the GoFest events makes it easier if you go to them. Right mm. now, they're having a thing of like when the GoFest event is happening, there's a week of nothing, basically. Yeah. So like right now in Sapporo, there's mm. supposed to be a GoFest happening, which unfortunately couldn't make it to that one. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> Japan's not letting anybody in, so it's not going to happen yeah, yeah, regardless. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I find that those weeks are kind of difficult if you're not going to the event, because that's like, what do I do? What do I mm. talk about? Because there's nothing new. Sure, there's some news, and that's kind of something you have to like grasp with because some people don't like making news videos. And I'm kind of on the same par, but mm. I'm learning that you kind of just have to deal with it and do it because yeah. that's what helps your channel grow. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I'm a bit disappointed that Sapporo might not happen or won't happen because I genuinely think that that Ultra Beast, Zerka Tree, is the most interesting one. Oh, and it's um, the best one too. Yeah, I mean, and... it's literally the number two electric type in the game. The only thing that beats it is Shadow Electivire, so mm. pretty good. But because yeah. <laughs> it's pure electric as well, isn't it? It hasn't got mm -hmm. dual typing. Exactly. Feromosa and um, Buzzwawa bug fighting, aren't they? Yeah. But yeah. Is there any chance we could see Buzzwall if you could sure? Get him on I screen? got you. We'll see how long it takes to load. Oh wow, that was quick. Fantastic. There you go. There he is. Awesome. So I actually traded this guy with oh, a right. uh, buddy of mine. His name's Connor. Mm. I um, but like I met him at uh, GoFest Seattle, so we had no interaction, which was perfect because basically Buzzwall that you get from this event is the only Buzzwall we might ever get that could do um, Great League, mm. and that's apparently really good in Great League. So mm. the one I got was apparently the worst that you could possibly get out of the IV combinations. So yeah. then I swapped it with him, and uh, sure enough got a pretty good one i was really happy and i think he cool. got a pretty decent one too so that's nice nice yeah i didn't know you could trade them to be honest i thought they'd be like legend not legendaries i thought they'd be um mythical or something like that but that's well, cool thankfully not nice yeah fantastic um i've got my Feromosa because i went to uh, berlin yeah um yeah what else did i get berlin um have you got a load of people dming you saying can i have a snorlax with a cowboy hat well luckily uh I, I don't I don't have a setup so a lot of people could do that. I do have yeah. some friends that ask and I, of course we'll just give them one because I have a yeah, lot yeah. of like extra not excuse me. Yeah. I have a few extra not shiny ones that mm. I just like throw them at people like I know it's a special trade but I don't really care, you know. Yeah. Might as well just spread the love because I know people just want to have one so. Yeah. Yeah. I've bought a ton of Pampor back from Berlin and then they became a worldwide thing. I was just like, oh, right, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but that just means that I can transfer 14 of them and actually get a bit of bag space and Pokemon storage. So that works for me. Um, how did you find GoFest Berlin and GoFest Seattle? Um, and how did they compare? Okay. Um, so they were very different events because Seattle's the first time they've introduced this you get to play in the park for the first half or second half, depending on which uh, ticket you get. And then the next half is in the city. Um, I think that Berlin as a park experience, obviously was way better. It was a yeah. way bigger one. Um, they definitely, definitely uh, had a lot better spawn points in the park specifically. Uh, I will say I'm not a huge fan of whenever you go from a biome to another biome, 
like i'm sure you noticed this like when you clicked on yeah. something and it would poof away and then yeah. you keep walking and then all of a sudden you yeah. were in another habitat that is a newer thing that mm. a lot of us are not a fan of but there's really nothing we can do about that mm. um so that was kind of annoying because in the magma biome do you do you know that one spot yeah. that was like kind of near the edge of the park but it had just a ton of spawns for like no reason it was next to like the pikachu and eevee signing or picture place yeah yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. There was literally a stop there with 10 spawns around it, mm. but apparently it was outside of the perimeter. Right. And, like, you couldn't click any of it. So that was bad. Yeah, yeah. When it came down to Seattle, we had that same issue in the park, but in the city, the entire city was geofenced. So, like, mm. unless you left Seattle, you were going to be seeing the stuff. And instead of it being specific biomes with these things, it was just everything was everywhere. And I actually preferred that. Yeah. Because you could also... Like you weren't, there was no boundary besides the edge of Seattle, which I wasn't yeah. going to go to. So I just kept yeah. doing big loops in the city. Absolutely loved that. So mm. I would honestly say that Seattle was better for that aspect. But if we just are strictly talking about like the park spaces, yeah. Berlin absolutely just blows yeah. it away. Berlin's park was massive. And I managed to, um, me and my girlfriend got there um, just like the night before it was all sort of going off. And we actually paid to go into it as a public person oh. so we got to sort of walk around the park before anything had actually officially kicked off and bloody hell like the event people that do the niantic stuff and the GoFest stuff they were working all night getting all the scaffolding up and stuff mm -hmm. and I, I i think a lot of people because i come from an event management perspective and i think a lot of people take that sort of stuff for granted because they paid their ticket which, you know, they, they've done their bit, you know, they've funded the people that are working there and all that sort of stuff. But it was crazy to see it just as a park. And then the next day, you know, it was almost like confetti was raining from the sky and everyone mm -hmm. was so you know, hyped and everyone had their power banks and all that sort of stuff. Right. Um, the only critique I could give of Berlin was when we went on Friday for the actual go fest, there was no hydration stations at all. And that was quite annoying because we bought quite a lot of bottles with us. So we wanted to fill up. And that wasn't a problem at Seville, Safari Zone. Right. And if a Safari Zone can do it, which is a much smaller scale go-fest, then I just I just found that a bit confusing. But apart from that, it was a great event. So Yeah, I mean, um, I would kind of agree with you. Like, I don't remember finding anything, but I also was a little bit annoyed that I kind of wish they would have said this ahead of time. And maybe I missed it somewhere. But um, you couldn't buy anything in the park unless you had euros on you or if mm. your card was with Deutsche Bank specifically, it had to right. be with them. And all I had was my Visa card because like yeah, in the yeah. past, that's never been an issue before. Mm. So I wasn't able to buy or eat anything the first day. Luckily, I had a fan that came up and I had met this person multiple times in the past and they offered and I was like, cool. So I just got them food later on, you know, yeah. but uh, yeah, it was kind of like a, if I didn't come in with water yeah, man. and it's a hot day, yeah, like, man. Was, good luck, I guess. Like, it not was the very greatest hot. feeling. Yeah, it was very hot. Was Seattle as hot or was it? Or Actually, yeah. it was a lot. Better. See, I'm from Florida. So like yeah, when I yeah. think about heat, like right now, if I just let me see this. Yeah, one, yeah. It's currently like 90 something right now, 94 degrees. So okay. I don't know what that is in uh, Celsius for you guys, about, but I would say imagine like 30 something. About 35, I reckon right so yeah. it's hot it's not it's not the greatest so yeah uh when it came down to seattle it was definitely warmer in times where like you weren't in a spot with wind 
but when you were next to the coastline it was perfectly fine mm. uh also in the mornings it was fantastic you would wake up yeah. and it's like 40 degrees outside and it's like cloud cover and i was like man yeah. this feels good <laughs> yeah i really really want to go to the japan go fest next and it might mean that i need to get a credit card out and just hail mary it but <laughs> to play in japan i mentioned this to the trainer club billy mm -hmm. that is the absolute dream for me because everyone plays it there's no like oh i'm gonna pretend that i'm texting someone like that's such a thing in the uk where i live mm -hmm. in weymouth there's like you can kind of tell that people are playing the game because they're doing this with a finger right um but a lot of people are quite sort of don't come up to me and ask for my friend code whereas i'm like how's it going i'm a bit right. more extroverted than most people hey friend do you want to join that's my, it yeah my yeah list, please and then they never ever open their gift and i'm just like there's people there's people that I've met at GoFest, hopefully Campfire will sort this out, that the only way I can communicate with them is sending them a gift. And that mm. has to be the lowest form of communication on the entire internet is sending them gifts on Pokemon Go. <laughs> right. It's not even like a message, is it? It's not like a voice note. There's nothing. It's just... Yeah, I mean, uh, mm. nowadays I know that there's Discord, but and then yeah, there's also yeah, yeah. now this Campfire app, which yeah. I'm hoping won't... like. I mm. like the idea of being able to send somebody a message. Yeah. But also, that. like, I feel like the reason why this wasn't a thing in the beginning is because we know how people are yeah. and how that could backfire pretty heavily. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm hoping that it works out pretty good. Yeah. And if you do get the chance to go to Japan, I would highly recommend you do it. I got to go for the 2019 Go Fest in Yokohama. Mm. I mean, and this is before remote raids. Mm. Like, I literally, if you go to Akihabara, the anime district or electric town, as I call it. Yeah. Man, there was like a Rayquaza raid with three minutes left, and we were getting 20-man lobbies still. Yeah, I was man. like, what is this country? This place is yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah, we had that at Dortmund at um, the end of Safari Zone in 2019, mm -hmm. where it honestly felt like there was an invasion of like Dortmund. There was just thousands of people sprawled across the hall. And they, like you say, remote raids weren't a thing. So mm -hmm. there was just 20 people, 20 people, 20 people. And it was just like the most ridiculous raids like Rhydon or you know Dratini just like dead really? yeah just instant you know everyone just wanted to play the game I suppose and there was just this huge sort of yeah it was because it was geofenced and um, right. I think it was what was it there was slack of community day oh yeah that happened at the that same time because there was yeah, an issue yeah that was it I know a lot of people that were like, great, they're still here. Wonderful. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the one. Um, favorite Pokemon typing? <sighs> that's tough. Okay. Um, I really like dark types, mm. and I really like water types a lot. One of my favorite Pokemon is uh, Sharpedo, which is the combination of both. I would say those are my top two typings because there's just so many favorites out of all of them. Like dark types have a lot of fun with that, you know, like a lot of fun combinations with them, a lot of fun Pokemon with them. And then there's also the water types, which I find gravitating to, because I used to really be into marine biology when I was younger. So like, you know, learning there was a shark Pokemon when I was young was like, I can't believe it, you know? But um, nice. yeah, th those are my top two. And then, you know, everybody likes a little bit of dragon action. Mm. Yeah, completely agree. Um top three favorite pokemon all right well we already mentioned uh sharpedo yeah um oh boy 
I would say that this has become more of a favorite only due to the fact that I live here in Florida and that's Heracross. Mm. Like it's a, it's a fun Pokemon. And from the anime, I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. And then I would also say that I, it's a tie between Rayquaza and Mewtwo. I really like Rayquaza um, yeah. before I even knew that it was a thing. Like before we even had those little booklets saying like, this is what's in the game and everything. I re- was like the first person in my elementary slash middle school area to find that tower, make it to the top and then find it and be like, what the hell is this? You know, like, so I kind of have that kind of feeling of, oh, that was fun discovering that. So, Mm. yeah. That shiny is incredible. And Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of mediocre purple shinies, but that black Rayquaza is up there with Charizard. Mm -hmm. They've done such a good job with that one. But yeah, shout out. Does um, Rayquaza Mega? Yes, it does. It does. Yeah, because Dragonite doesn't, which always confused me. Yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah. Dragonite's one mm. of the most OG dragons, and they haven't really yeah, yeah. given him much love. It's weird. Yeah, and then they just do, like, pincer. It's like, <laughs> what? Like, like cool. Why Beedrill but not Butterfree? But anyway, I'm not getting into that because I, <laughs> I, I start ranting. Right, just quickly, we've got nine minutes left, and I'll have to send you another email, and then we'll do another session if that's okay. So they're okay. about 40 minutes. Um, let's wrap this one up and then I'll send you another email, like I say, with the funniest slash craziest Pokemon Go stories that you can think of if you've got one or two handy. Okay, so I'll tell you about when I got my first unknown. This is back when mm. Johto went live, I would say about like a month or two afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But a buddy of mine said, hey, there's an unknown here because he found one. Yeah. And um, he, I was like, oh, okay, cool. So he told me where it was and I took an Uber to that location, not yeah. realizing that this is a very rough location that I was heading yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. And the Uber driver was like telling me about like stories <laughs> sure? about his he's like, Are you sure? And he goes, Yeah, it's about time men became men, tired of all these men being boys. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah. And as I'm looking down, trying yeah. to see if I could see the unknown through the yeah, phone, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then I get there, he drops me off and he's like, You sure? And I'm like, Yeah. And so I'm walking around, I'm like, Ah, oh, I see what he meant. Gotcha. But I found the unknown. Okay. I caught it. Crit caught it. Amazing. Was very happy. And this is before YouTube or anything. So then I'm like, oh, I need to go somewhere and get the Uber home. <laughs> so I look over and I see a 7-Eleven with uh, barred windows. So I was like, all right, so we already know where we are. Cool. Yeah. Go inside. I get a drink and some like a snack while I wait for my uh, Uber driver. And as we're driving away, the Uber driver then informs me she plays Pokemon Go. I was like, oh, word. That's cool. And I was like, you look what I just got. And she like slams on the brakes. It goes, where did you get that? And then I was like, no, screw it. Let's turn around and see if it's still there. Unfortunately, it wasn't. I felt bad. Oh, I really wish that she was able to get it. But that was uh, that was fun. It was weird, yeah. but it was fun. Yeah, I caught an unknown you locally to my town. Mm-hmm. And I don't quite think the people that I was with appreciated it. Um, because this, like you say, was pre- like I think there was a point where they were just like showing up at Comic-Con and sort of crazy events like that. And then obviously we had GoFest and Safari Zones and stuff. Right. But I think one of my friends transferred it. And I was just like, do you have any idea what you've just done? Like the chance of you randomly encountering an unknown. I think it was the No 4. If people from the UK are listening or Waymer for listening to this, I'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, I, I don't think they fully grasped the... Uh, the rarity of what they've done but 
I'm quite loose with my Pokemon, as I've mentioned before. So I will just trade stuff randomly because mm -hmm. there's people I know that are like agoraphobic and there's people I know that don't really like going out more than sort of once a week and stuff like that. So I will just trade them like a Tropius, even if I've only got one. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just an interesting sort of comparison to your story because unknown definitely makes people run, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, gets people out of the house. I kind of wish that. Uh kind of wish that there was because I, I haven't seen one in a while and yeah. i haven't heard anybody finding one in a while so i don't know if like they're still out there but they like really reduced them or whatever but mm. i feel like that's a kind of chase that mm. if going back to those daily incenses yeah 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 is kind of what we need in this game so like yeah. the galarian birds being here and these incenses is causing people to go out whether mm. it's only for 15 minutes who cares at least they're you know you get that little excitement like today could be the day you Absolutely. know which we haven't had in a little while so it's kind of nice to get that back yeah one of the games i think it was game boy i can't remember which one it was but it had the legendary dogs and mm. they would just show up randomly on the screen wouldn't they and they'd have like a 98 percent chance of fleeing right right and you had the late guardians i think they randomly appear in pokemon go now and then yeah i uh i haven't seen one of those in mm -hmm. a very long time but yes no they, they definitely show up and i think they can be shiny now so you could just be lucky and run into a random shiny yeah level one. Oh, that'd be so cool yeah that's that's exactly what i mean about forgetting to press screen record because mm -hmm. i'd just be like oh my god golden raspberry ultra ball like i don't have right. time to hey guys what's going <laughs> it on it happened oh my god <laughs> show them after the fact no absolutely right fantastic so we're gonna send you another link um yeah we'll get back to this in a sec got some more questions for you and then we've got some quick fire questions. So you just say the first thing that comes into your head. And uh, we'll good. speak to you in a sec. All right. All right. Just a quick ad break. Cheers. Quick shout out to Nest Sopery. Robin, CEO, has messaged me recently for all US clientele that listen to this podcast. Hello, by the way. Absolute Bedlam code at discount. All one word, no space. 15% off your total order at checkout. So absolute bedlam. All one word, no space. Check it out. Check out the website, nestsopery.com. Powered by Shopify. All the latest payment options are available there. And uh, constantly updating the codes, the products, the designs, all of the lovely swirls. Some monochrome soap on their website at the moment. So check it out. Let me know what you think, and back to the episode. Bye. Wild hair. Wild hair, beard oil, and grooming products. So I've recently had a change in a sponsor, and I am very, very proud to announce that this podcast is now sponsored by Wild Hair. So, a chef from 11 years ago called Ollie has decided to go all in on this grooming product got some information here tame that hair with wild hair uk this hampshire based male grooming business is the brainchild of ex michelin star chef ollie moore whether it's a minty fresh beard oil you're after or some citrus and spice nourishing balm wild hair has pretty much all of the profiles covered Ollie has put together his love for the kitchen and beard care in a bottle with an added twist of some heavy metal retro comic book vibes. So if that doesn't grab your attention, then you're clearly looking in the wrong place. 
We've also got a bit of information about what it actually does for you. We'll make sure that it doesn't burn your face off. It's all CPSR certified and it's just fantastic. Um, I'm offering a 15% discount when using the code Bedlam UK. So that's B E D L A M U K. So shout out to Ollie and tame that hair. Cheers www.wildhair.co.uk That's W-I-L-D-H-A-R-E We're back. So, favourite place in the world for you to play Pokemon Go? Japan. Honestly, Japan Japan was amazing or Singapore. Show out. Yeah, I need to get there. This is... Oh, God. I need to do it. I've mentioned, do don't worry it's amazing i've mentioned japan to like every single guest that i've had on in the last couple of months <laughs> is there anywhere specifically that you want to go um here i am asking the host the questions this yeah yeah it's fine <laughs> yeah ask away i'd like to go to tokyo for a couple of days but i don't think i could actually handle it for like an elongated period of time because it just seems like the city that never sleeps on steroids um, I think I'd just like to go into the sort of nice, calm sort of province and just sort of be one with all of the, like a monk's temple, that sort of thing, and just listen to that sort of Zen garden. Right. Because I really struggle with switching off. I'm always thinking about seven things at once. And I think it would just do my mind some good to just be able to actually pull the plug sometimes and just breathe. Another a place I would recommend for you is uh, Kyoto. So I, I was in Yokohama in Japan for the, or in uh, Yokohama in Tokyo for like the Go Fest. Yeah. But then afterwards, because this was like my first time in Japan, I went to, uh, I went to Kyoto and Kyoto is definitely like diet Tokyo, if mm. that makes any sense. Because it used to be the capital city, but it's a lot calmer. And also we arrived at like, it was really dark. So we took the subway to our Airbnb, me and my friend, and we just like spent the night. And then we woke up the next day and we're like, eh, let's walk to the train station. Literally got up walked around the corner and realized we're next to a gigantic Buddhist temple out of nowhere. Like yeah. that's one thing I love about Japan that these things yeah. are sprinkled everywhere, but this one's like apparently the biggest active practicing one ever. And we're just walking around going like, did we literally just like sleep yeah. next to this the entire time? So yeah, yeah. I think you would like Kyoto for that reason. It's a lot calmer. Nice. I'll write that down. Thank you. Um, what screen recording software do you use for your videos? I uh, use the built-in Android screen recording app. Yeah. Nice. Uh, if you could be any Pokemon, what Pokemon would you be and why? Hmm. Mewtwo. I feel like mine is the fact that you have people hunting you down. This thing's literally like God tier level. Like he could teleport and all that stuff. I just feel like life would be a lot faster that way. Yeah. Fair enough. Any regional Pokemon in Pokemon Go that you haven't yet caught? Comfy. I was in Hawaii literally two weeks before it got released. Oh, man. And I was a little, a little bit butthurt over that. Not going to yeah. lie. <laughs> Would you like to go there and catch it or are you happy to trade one? Uh, no, I, I don't like catching regional or I don't like trading for regionals. Like I only recently just got Sigilyph because I went to Greece. Yeah. But um. I, I got a buddy who lives over there. He'll let me crash on his couch. So, you know, 
like Hawaii isn't as expensive for me only because I have a buddy who's letting me stay there for free, mm. basically. Regarding your friend list, so there's obviously a 200 cap. 400 not, Is it 400? That's yep. cool. I didn't know that. I was, I'm not here to promote my friend code at all. <laughs> um, but I'm assuming this is going off of JT Gilly, who I'm hopefully going to get on in a couple of months. He likes to filter it through Patreon. Mm-hmm. So if you are sort of actively supporting him, he will share his friend code. But you can also refresh your friend code, can't you? Like a phone number. Yep. Um, so is that how you do it? And then you meet people at GoFest, etc., and then trade? Or is it a completely different method? So for me, it's mostly just if you're active and mm. you can get me some raids, because that's helpful when I'm like I'm trying to shiny hunt something. Uh, lately I have started the Patreon up for, if you wanted to be on the friends list and be on it permanently, as long as you're, you know, on board. Um, yeah, that's something because, uh, with all these trips nowadays, it all comes out of pocket. Like I'm not sponsored by Niantic or anything like that. So I'm not getting any extra help. So if you're willing to help me achieve my goals, I will absolutely have you on the friends list and keep you on there. I'm not the best with gifts, but I try to get them in raids as much as possible. Yeah, I don't know what it is about gifts. I'm either like 100% like laser focused on gifts, or I'll just leave them for like six days. But I am fully available for people to message me saying open your gift because I've actually gone on people's twitches in the past because they kind of play it as a casual thing mm. and I'll like host them on Twitch and then I'll go, by the way, open your gift on Pokemon Go and they'll go, oh, sorry, I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's quite a sort of good way of prodding people um, if you don't, you know, speak to them face to face and that sort of stuff. Right. If you are a gym trainer in the Pokemon world, what type trainer would you be and what free Pokemon would you have? Hmm. So like I'm a gym leader or just a trainer in the gym? Okay. Hmm. All right. I think I'd still be a dark type gym leader. I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. And I would obviously have a Sharpedo on my team. Yeah. Probably a Tyranitar. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Possibly a Hydrogen. These feel a little, these feel a little upper tier to be somebody from a gym leader though. Crocodile. That's another one. I like Crocodile a lot. Yeah. I quite like um, Zuelius, whatever his name is. Yeah, the two-headed one. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of like, you've got first stage, second stage, third stage if you're a gym leader. Right. Nice. Cool. Um, I was going to mention something. That was it. What's your favorite legendary bird? Legendary bird. We only do on the three from Kanto, or are we doing like all? Kanto. Yeah, I can see that Moltres behind you, and it's just made me Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, for for me, it's definitely Moltres now. Uh, Back then, I used to kind of think of them all equally, you know? Um, in terms of shinies, I would say that Articuno has the best one just because yeah. it fits so well, looks good. You know, Zapdos, you can't even tell, and Moltres looks like an un- undercooked chicken. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> other than that, though, I would say Moltres is definitely like my big one for sure. Nice. Do you have any 100% shiny Pokemon, also known as Shundos? I do. I have eight of them. Eight. Yeah. I need to check how many I've got. I know that I've got a Ho Oh. Oh, you got a Shundo Ho. Oh, no way. That's I awesome. I think it's lucky as well. I'll check. Please hold. <laughs> yeah, I got you. This is important. I'll show you, I'll show yeah, you yeah. mine real quick for everybody who wants to see them. Absolutely. Shield on. Samurott. You love Samurott. That's nice. Umbreon. Two. Yep. Alteria. Kyogre. Porygon Z. I've got Porygon Z. 
Nice. What's the um the dragon? What's Gibble final? Oh, Garchomp. Completely, yeah, completely forgotten. This one that says INCS on it was actually an incense spawn. Nice. And literally my first shiny of that community day. Oh, I was wow. uh I was like, you can't you can't even like you can't script it any better than that. That was yeah. so good. So yeah, I've got I don't know if you can see it. Ho and Porygon Z. That's all I've got. I don't know if you that's can so see cool that. though. Yeah. So four star and shiny. I've only got two. But actual four stars, I've got 45. Yeah. One of them is Cowboy Hat Snorlax. Oh, nice. Oh, so you got that. Nice. Yeah, nice. Berlin. Yeah. I unfortunately missed that. Yeah. Um, I've got a Lycan Rock, which is quite cool. Uh, and a, oh, what's he called? Excadrill. So mm. Drillbur. Drillbur is one of my favorite Pokemon of all time. Oh, right on. And I've got two Salamence, 100% Salamence, and he's one okay. of my favorite as well. So, do you have any uh, Hundo Shadow Pokemon? No, I don't. I don't really play it like that, to be honest. I feel you. Yeah, my, you, might, my son, you might like this one though. That's cool. a Hundo. And you got best friend, best buddy. Of course, Sure, Hundo. <laughs> love that. Yeah, my son occasionally, like when we're driving somewhere, he'll go on the phone. Obviously, it's a bit of a different experience when you're driving because everything tends to flee on you. Right. But there's times where we, you know, drive in a city and he'll do a like go rocket battle and he'll fight them for me and he'll get the shiny shadows and stuff like that. <laughs> they called shady Pokemon. Is that what they're known as? I can't remember. I, I think some people call them shady yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. So. Have you ever spoken to Niantic directly? Uh yeah. Um I've I've talked to individual employees for sure. Yeah. And have they replied to you? Has that been a fairly consistent form of communication or is it shouting into the void? Not really. Yeah. Mm. I mean, like occasionally when I'm in person with them, yeah. You know, and I, I will say that I've yeah. had both good and bad interactions with that company. There's specific employees that I've met that have been very kind and very friendly to me. Others, not so much. But um, yeah, yeah, at this current moment, I'm not uh, sponsored or anything like that. So nice. I don't even know how much I even register with them, really. Mm, fair enough. Um, are there any enhancements that you can think of for Pokemon Go? I'm happy to give you one as an example. So just general things that you think could be improved in the game. Um, so why don't gyms have lures on, for example? That'd be cool. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I mean, in addition, I'd love to see mm. in this game is breeding. I think that would be a mm. thing that they could make money off of, but also just be beneficial for the players. Like, you know, I throw in, I, I like, I don't have a shiny Kanto far-fetched. I really want one. So yeah. I just throw in a far-fetched with a ditto mm. and my egg is guaranteed to be a Kanto far-fetched, but you know, like maybe this egg takes eight kilometers who knows you know what i mean like yeah. maybe this egg is going to take a while to hatch but you're guaranteed to get what you're hoping for out of it yeah yeah i'd like to see something like that nice yeah i, I genuinely didn't think they were going to do trading i thought that that was going to open up the gates of hell and people would just get hacked or like you know you open your account one day and you've got like two pokemon in your entire like pokemon right. storage but they seem to have done it in a really nice way um something that billy the trainer club mentioned is just like mass trading mm -hmm. so like you put in like a filter on your pokemon like zero star mm -hmm. and you just trade like 25 pokemon out of that randomly to someone else that's consenting to doing that with you at the same time right 
Um, but yeah, he was very sort of efficient and automation driven that you just send all your gifts out. Like you don't have to worry about sending individual gifts with individual stickers attached and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I personally don't ever see that coming because Niantic tries to pull off the whole community thing yeah and is it more of a community when you hand it to somebody yeah. or when you throw a bag at people you know and that's that's kind of where i've been like i would love that don't get me yeah. wrong i think it would be amazing but i just i don't see that ever happening because yeah. it's too efficient you know what i mean like, yeah. it feels like if it's too efficient it's not gonna happen yeah definitely last question i've got written down and i've got a couple more random ones what phone and power bank do you currently use to play the game I am currently using a Samsung Galaxy Note 22, I want to say. I got this thing like forever ago. Samsung yeah. gave it to me. Let me actually look at the back of it because I think it actually tells me. As for a power bank, whichever one works, like yeah. I go through those things pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wow, it doesn't actually say. All it says is Samsung. Well, that's neat. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I've been doing Samsung forever. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of the iPhone and stuff like that. So Yeah. One plus all the way, yeah. One plus, yeah, yeah. Um, are you still partnered with Samsung, or was that kind of just a one-off? His oh, that was just a one-off thing. It was um, nice. show off the phone, do a live stream with it with somebody else. It was fun though. It was really yeah, yeah. enjoyable. Fantastic. Are you associated with any other companies like Samsung at the moment, or is that something that you're working on? I'm working on it. I, I don't have any partnerships right now. Like I have a kind of unofficial one with a card store locally mm. and he basically just hooks me up with product and I hook him up with telling everybody about him, which apparently has helped him out, which is really good. That's cool. Yeah. I love that when it's just kind of like as and when, because I feel like, for example, this show has five sponsors mm -hmm. and I don't ever feel obligated to mention them because I've had the episode out with bits but if it was this constant, like, no, you need to mention us every single episode and you need to record twice a week, I'd be like, oh, my God, this is so heavy. Like, there are times where I'm going to be ill mm -hmm. and I might have to work extra. And I can't, like, promise that I'm contractually going to mention, you know, Shanty Spirit or Setsa. Yeah, or I just... mean, I feel like that's going to be something that you know, whenever your podcast becomes your main focus, because like yeah. you mentioned before, you have a yeah. job, right? So, like. Yeah. till this becomes the main breadwinner yeah. i totally get that absolutely um video games other than pokemon what was your first childhood video game memory that you can think of probably i think it was a hmm i think it was a ps1 game yeah. It was like a Jurassic Park game, I think it was, where you yeah. could be with the dinosaurs or there's, or you could be like the people in one part of it. It was a pretty fun game, though. I liked yeah. it. That PS1 startup sound. Mm -hmm. Can you remember it? No, to be honest with you, I can't. Like, I don't, yeah. like, the only thing I remember is occasionally playing that a little bit and also yeah. Crash Bandicoot. I remember that Crash too. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, my son plays on Definitely that. Definitely remember, remember the sounds to that one, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the PS1 startup sound, I'd recommend going on YouTube and checking it out. You'll probably get hit by quite a lot of nostalgia, but it essentially <laughs> sounds to me like infinity glass smashing. Yeah. And it's like just this horrendous noise that I can't believe that like my parents didn't sort of run downstairs when I turned it on. You know, sometimes that I've like gone into the kitchen and like smashed all of the glasses off, right, the, right. off the cupboard. But yeah. Do you remember the uh, dial-up noise as well? No. 
Well, it's like forever ago. Also, the downside is when I moved uh, because I was in Germany when I had that. Yeah. And when we moved to Colorado, we got like robbed and they, you know, stole our uh, they stole the PS1 like immediately. So, oh, man. Yeah. Life's Um, hard. Yeah. (laughs) Favorite film. Um, I'm a big Godzilla fan. Like I really like Godzilla quite a bit. So even though they're kind of cheesy, I like mm. Godzilla quite a bit. Um, I'm mostly just into sci-fi and stuff like that. I can't say like there's just like one film that you know would mm. be that film, but I'm I'm always into like weird and horror sci-fi. Not really horror horror, but like yeah. I don't know if you've seen this movie, but the recent movie that just came out, Nope, really liked that movie. Oh, yeah, I'll check that out. No, oh, you. I think you'd like it. It's pretty good. In cinema, or is it on Netflix or DVD? Or it's something? A, it's in cinema right now, or cinema. Okay. Wow, I'll cinema. Jeez, <laughs> in your cereal. Yeah, fantastic. Um, are you a fan of music at all? A little bit. Um, it doesn't drive my life how some people, you know, live yeah. by music. For me, it's nice to have it occasionally, but I don't. I'm not required to have it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Do you listen to any podcasts on the regular when you're driving, working out? etc yeah um so there are a few pokemon go podcasts that i listen to just because i just enjoy hearing different perspectives and stuff uh there's lord up podcast they're really good um they're really really good people there's also go cast they're really mm. good also incense to pokemon go yeah, podcast yeah, mate i love them i yeah, love they're them fun. so much they're so funny there's like four of them and i think that's what makes it work for them so much yeah. is it just feels like you're in a pub chatting yeah. And that's something that I think their dynamic is really good. They yeah, can clearly have fun. They're, you know, just talking about whatever they want to talk about. Like, yeah, it's Pokemon mm-hmm. Go, but they also just talk about anything, really. Yeah. yeah. So, and also yeah. as people, they're really nice. I got to be with Milo and yeah. Milo and Ian in uh, Seattle. So that was nice. Nice. Love that. Okay. So, random quick fire questions. Some All of right. these will not travel. So, I will just warn you in advance that some of these probably won't make any sense because you might not have the chocolate in the us that we do in the uk mm-hmm. um do you know what a kinder egg is yes i do okay have you had one recently uh actually yeah when i was in spain okay. so in your opinion do you think a kinder egg is a deliciously chocolate treat with a toy inside as a bonus or do you think it's just a crap bit of chocolate with a gift inside of it and that's why you bought it in the first place the second one. Yeah. I lived in Germany before the EU. Yeah. So I got mm. to enjoy the real Kinder Eggs, you know, not the not the ones where they are safe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You actually have to build something, not just connect three bits together and be like, look, dad, I've made it. It was so much better back then. Yeah, definitely. Baby bell or cheese string. Mm, I'm going to go with neither. Okay. <laughs> You're not the first person to say that. That's fine. <laughs> If you went camping for two weeks, would you rather go in a tent or a static caravan? Probably caravan. There is a secret answer to that one, which is Trainer Tips Nick's um, trailer that he's right, right. always posting about all the time, bless him. Um, living in a city or living in the countryside? City. Chocolate or sweets? Sweets. Bath or shower? Shower. Mornings or evenings? Evenings. Okay. 
Mint choc chip or chocolate orange? Mint choc chip. Nice. Is that ice cream or is that just everything? Mint choc chip. Uh, I, I like, it feels dumb to say this, but there's like Italian restaurants around here that'll just give you that little thing of chocolate with a peppermint mm. underneath. Or yeah, mint. yeah. I, I like those, you know, like yeah. I, when I get ice cream, that is not my first choice, but if it's there and there's nothing else good, then I'll get that. I get that. All right. Two more questions and then I'm going to leave you to it. You've been fantastic. So thank you very much for your time. No worries. Um, if you went to jail and this is, this is like the most mental question ever, bear with me. You get $10,000 a day for every 24 hours you're in prison, but it's a maximum security prison would you be willing to stay there between any time of one day to six months? How bad are we talking here? Like bad. mass murderers are around me yeah. or am I in the middle of Russia? Maximum security. Like, okay. You know what? I think I would, do I get to dip out at any time or do I have to write down the number and then I'm locked in? You can dip out at any time. Okay. Dip out at any time. I could try it out. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Like if I'm, if I'm set on a three month contract, maybe yeah. I want to be a fan of that, but yeah. 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 I reckon I could do three months. I love that people just like interrogate that question so much because obviously it's quite an important question. You know, if I'm locked in here and I'm yeah. like, if I signed my name and now I'm screwed, then <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. Look at that. Um, have you been to the UK recently? Yeah. Uh, back in 2021 or was it 2020 no it was 2021 for the um liverpool safari zone okay wait was that yeah no that was that was october yeah, yeah. of last year yeah, that was right. cool yeah um have you ever been to tesco asda marks and spencers or any places like that and have you ever had something called a meal deal okay Just so i used to live in the uk yeah, so yeah yes yes and yes okay so what's your go-to sandwich crisps and drink Okay, so it's been forever. It's been forever. I always he was really like boring and got the one with bacon on it. What was it? Oh, God, it's been so long since I got one of those. Uh, BLT. Hmm? I BLT? think that was it. I want. I want to say that was it. We'll but no, that. I think it had chicken though. Anyways, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crisps. been a while. Sorry. That's all right. Chris, crisps. Usually, it was just boring, and I got Walkers. That was part of that, right? Yeah. Yeah yeah it's always good to get half a bag of crisps shout out walkers <laughs> seriously <laughs> honestly 50 percent air i don't mind buying the air it yeah, yeah. salted air <laughs> half the calories right right um drink what's your go-to drink usually a coke nowadays yeah. i'm trying to cut soda out but back then it was just like fill yeah. me up with soda yeah yeah well, zero seems to just be taking over the world there's not many places left where you can just get a normal coca-cola nowadays yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of with it and against it. Like in America, diet soda here is horrible for you. But with you guys, because your country it doesn't allow to a point of yeah. uh, companies to poison you, because we have like high fructose corn syrup and aspartame, yeah. horrible things for us. You guys actually have the real stuff. So, you know. Fantastic. Uh, plans for the future, JT Valor continue to keep grinding growing uh not planning on stopping like i'm pretty hard to make stops so <laughs> pretty mm. much that's my goal get to a point where this is truly truly sustainable and just see where it goes from there fantastic i'm sure you'll get there just um 
something I've learned recently, it's not even YouTube, it's just life, is the only way to win the game is to keep playing the game. Mm-hmm. And I think YouTube is quite a game. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, oh, people yeah. have to upload stuff first. There's always this sort of thing going on in the comments section. Mm-hmm. Some people just don't look at the comments section because there's one negative person in there and there's 3,800 people that are all telling you that you're fantastic. You know what? I'm just going to yeah. say it right here. To anybody who's planning on doing YouTube, mm. smile every time you get a nasty comment yeah. because that person not only watched your video, mm. they thumbs it down probably too, hallelujah, yeah. and also they'd left a comment. That yeah. is literally the trifecta. Yeah. They gave you the most interaction that anybody ever gives you. Yeah. And that helps you in the future. So just smile. Smile and wave. <laughs> exactly. Love it. You're right. I do look ugly. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> I'm working on it. Thank you. Cheers for the criticism. <laughs> Appreciate cool. you, homie. Right. That's the recording. Um, I just need a quick favor from you. And then I'm going to leave you to it. So thank you all so much for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. And I will speak to you all very soon. Cheers. Hello, hope you enjoyed that episode. Just got an ad read from a new sponsor called Set Surf. So, Set Surf is a small British company passionate about mineral sunscreen and natural skin protection. Our range of sunscreens and creams are designed to protect your skin naturally without harsh chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life. So, If anyone knows me in real life, they'll know that I'm from a seaside town and one of the most important things when you go to the beach and probably anywhere in the world, really, to be fair, is sun cream. And we all know how much of an absolute disaster it can be when you go to the beach without sun cream. So I want to make sure that people are using the right sun cream and not the rubbish, cheap alternatives from many, many supermarkets. (laughs) I won't call any out. Um... But yeah, this is how Set Surf is different from all that cheap, nasty stuff that will just about get the job done. So it's 100% mineral. We don't use any harsh or weird chemicals to reach SPF 50. They just use zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, which makes them perfect for sensitive skin and all of your kids. It's reef safe because we use no chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life at all. Our sunscreens are genuinely reef safe. They're also non-nano. We use non-nano sized particles which don't sink into the deeper layers of your skin like you get with some chemical sunscreens. It rubs in virtually clear, so set sunscreen rubs in very well without leaving any chalky marks or residue on your skin and they are also very, very water resistant. Lastly, they are packed with good stuff. They contain Kalahari melon oil, argan oil, and aloe vera to nourish and moisturize your skin. If you shop the range at www.setsurf.com, use the code BEDLAM20 to get 20% off any of the products on their website. So that's www.setsurf.com and use the code BEDLAM20 to get 20% off of anything on their website. Right, another ad read coming right up. See you later. Ad read time. Shanty Spirit. Botanical seaweed vodka. Vacuum distilled for fresher flavour. Met these guys a couple of years back now. 
and they are absolutely smashing the alcohol game. All comes in a beautiful bottle that has to be seen to be believed. It's available at www.shantyspirit, all one word, .com. Uh, have a look at their website. It's absolutely incredible. It looks great. Uh, you can spin the bottle if you fancy a bit of spin the bottle like the old days. Comes in 20 centiliter and 70 centiliter bottles. And if you use the code just for you guys, Bedlam Discount at checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. So tell them I sent you using code Bedlam Discount. And shout out to everyone at Shanty that has made this possible. Uh, they're, they're doing so well. I'm really excited to see how these guys grow and expand. So yeah, please drink responsibly. Um, if you are listening to this, you know, crack out a bottle of Shanty. Check out their website as well for cocktail ideas because they've got a lot of ideas other than just drinking it with Coke like the delinquent that I am. But yeah. Cheers, guys. Back to the episode.